and welcome to episode number 162 of the Savvy Social Podcast. This show is brought to you by Fan Booster by Traject, which is the world's most complete social media management tool. And it's my tool of choice when it comes to scheduling, managing, and especially reporting on social media. Try them out for yourself for free by clicking the link in the show notes of this episode. And you can always find our show notes at onlinedrea.com slash 162, because this is episode 162. Today, I'm super excited because I'm talking all about outsourcing. It's a question that I often get. And honestly, outsourcing your social media can feel scary, but it's also so amazing for transformation. It frees up your time as a business owner so you can focus on those bigger picture things. So you can focus on overall business strategy and growth. You can focus on delivering amazing products and services to your clients and customers. And you can focus on those CEO things that kind of keep getting pushed, right? So when you start thinking about outsourcing social media, now you can refocus in on those other things. You also can get the value of having super talented people on your side. So there are people like me who specialize in social media. Like we live it, we drink it for breakfast every morning, we breathe it in, we love to roll around and play in social media. And we see so many other trends, we see so many other creative angles than you may see because you're spending your time building your business, which you should. So when you start thinking about outsourcing, you're actually tapping into someone else whose whole entire job is social media. A bit of a caveat though, when you're thinking about outsourcing social media, it's just like outsourcing any other area of your business. It's important that you understand a few things before you outsource. So I'll talk about those things in a minute. But I want you to know that you'll never get someone who's going to do it exactly like you can do it, right? Like if you're showing up and recording videos every day and you're leaving personalized messages and things like that, it's going to take some time for someone to even be able to replicate 80% of what you're doing, right? And so when you think about someone else taking over that job, I want you to know that there is no one who's going to do it exactly like you can do it. Now, sometimes this is a good thing, right? Sometimes it's a good thing for someone to come in and infuse some freshness and maybe take a different perspective or a different angle. But sometimes it can be detrimental. There have been clients that I've worked on in the past where they're giving so much to social media. You know, they're spending four hours a day on Instagram, on Facebook, on TikTok, And then they outsource it to someone else and their engagement drops. And it's because they're not putting that energy into it. And when someone else comes in, they're putting a different energy into it. So it's not always a good thing to outsource depending on where you are. And we typically see this with personal brands. So proceed with caution. One of the things we do in my agency is we'll help personal brands create content to fill in some gaps. But ultimately, if it's a super personal brand, you will still need to have that personality live somewhere, right? Like someone else can't make up your personality or your approach or your thoughts and your perspective on the world. So you can get assistance with some things, but still know you'll still need to put like your energy into it. Where we see this happen the least is with companies or corporations. It's very easy for someone to come in on a company level, even if you have a specific brand voice. For someone else to come in and replicate that because it's more of an entity than an actual person. Okay? Okay. Also note, if someone is doing it better than you were, it will look different. We bump into this sometimes with some of our clients where we come in and 
switch things up just a little bit and it's better and they're getting better results, but it doesn't feel like them. So you'll need to work on collaborating with the experts, still infusing it with you and your personality, but also know that if it's working and it's better, you may want to lean into that a little bit more. Okay. All right. So how do we know when is the time to outsource? Well, the first thing that you want to look at is the role that social media plays in your business. Okay, the role that social media plays in your business. So when you think about your marketing, and I talked about this in a previous episode as well, which I'll link to in the show notes. But when you think about your marketing, you want to think about where social media plays in your marketing plan. So what I mean by that is essentially your customer journey. If someone were to come to you today and they found you on TikTok, what do they do to become a customer, right? Do they click the link in the bio and then go over to your website? and then sign up for a coupon, and then they're on your email list, and then typically people buy something within three months, okay? Is that your customer journey? Or do they see a post on Instagram, and they do a Google search for your name, and they read an article about who you are, and in that article, you talk about your podcast, and then they go binge listen to all of your podcast episodes, and then in an episode, you talk about a group program, and so they send you a DM on Instagram about your group program, and then they join the waitlist for that and they sign up for the program. So is that your customer journey or is that the role social media plays in your business? So you need to think about kind of how your users interact with you as a company on social media. Because sometimes what happens is we don't know that. We hire a social media manager or hire a virtual assistant to help us out with social media. And we don't feel like it's worth it because we don't actually know the role that social media plays in our business growth. So the first question you need to ask yourself is what role does social media play in my business growth? If you can answer that question, then outsourcing it will be so much more easy. You'll know what kind of metrics and key performance indicators you're looking for from that person. So for example, if you know that if someone signs up for the email list, they'll probably turn into a client. So that means when you are measuring if someone's successful in social media, it's how many people are they getting onto the email list, right? Or if you know that when people listen to the podcast, they will become a client. So your whole goal on social media is to direct people to the podcast. Or if you know that when you make videos like live streaming, those people become clients, then your whole goal on social media is to get people to your live streams, right? So just think about that role that social media plays in your business growth. Okay, so that's the first thing. The second thing you need to understand when you're looking to outsource your social media is your marketing messages. Really simple, easy way to start brainstorming this is using what we call the before and after method. Now, I have a whole video inside of the Savvy Social School on how to do the before and after method and even how to apply it to your social media posts. But you can also do this exercise at any time. Just take a blank piece of paper and fold it in half. On one side, you're going to write before. On the other side, you're going to write after. And on these before and after sides, We're going to focus into the transformative feelings that our clients and customers have before they work with us and after they work with us. Okay, so focus on the feeling, the feeling of what it feels like before they work with us and after. Try not to focus on the benefits too much. And uh, I can use the Savvy Social School as an example. So before people 
work with us, typically they want to know how to use social media as a tool to grow their business. So they're looking for the confidence to use social media. They're looking for guided expertise. They're looking for how to spend less time on social media. You'll notice none of those are tangible things. They're feelings. Okay. I'm not saying they're looking for an Instagram course. I don't think anyone actually wants to take an Instagram course. <laughs> like they just want to know how to use Instagram, right? Like nobody's like, oh, I want to sign up for a course, right? Even though that's our product, we're not selling the course. We're selling that feeling. Okay. Maybe they're feeling nervous beforehand and after they want to feel confident. Maybe they're feeling like they have no words. They're not sure what to say. They're, they're uncertain. And afterwards, they want to have certainty. Okay. Those are feelings. And so on your paper before and after, write those transformations and give that to the person that you're outsourcing it to. If you struggle with coming up with those transformations, whoever you're outsourcing your social media to will also struggle with that as well. Okay. So the before and after strategy is so, so important when it comes to understanding your marketing messages. And you want to go as deep as possible with this. You know, talk about the customer journey, have client stories, testimonials, anything that this person can pull from so that they can talk about your products and services online in an informed manner. All right. So we talked about using social media and understanding the role that it plays in your business. And we talked about your marketing messages. So how to illustrate that to someone else. The last thing I want to help you understand as you are looking at outsourcing your social media is your own personal limitations with social media or business growth. This is a big one because there is a transition period where you're going to have to give information to this other person. Think about this. This social media manager or agency or freelancer is coming in to your business having not known a lot about it before, or even if they've known something, all they know is what they see on the website and social media. And if you want someone to take it to the next level, there's going to have to be some conversation. There's going to have to be some training involved. There is some of your time that's going to have to be put into creating this content. And so when we think about that, sometimes we don't want to do it because we think, oh, it's going to be like taking so much time to get this person trained and then I'm not even sure if it's going to work out, right? But as a business owner, you need to be able to invest that time into that person to get to the other side. It's kind of like taking one step back to take two steps forward, okay? There may be a little bit of your time investment up front, but then in three months or six months, you're not going to have to think about social media anymore. And I know for my best clients, they would not, they don't want to log on. They just want to review kind of high level what's going on. And then they don't want to be worried about it every single day. That's where you're getting. That's your goal with outsourcing social media. Okay. All right. So I want to talk a little bit as well about who to hire to outsource. So caveat being, <laughs> I obviously own a social media agency. And so Yes, I do this as a job, but I'm going to try to be very fair here because not everyone needs an agency. And I'm happy to tell people no if they're not a good fit. Okay. So, as an agency, we work with a specific type of client at a specific level of their business. You could also hire a freelancer. So, an agency is a group of people working on your business. Typically, well, I'll go through the differences in a minute, but typically it's a group of people. Typically, there's a lot of experience. There's a lot of people specializing in certain areas. 
with a freelancer, it's typically one person. And I was a freelancer for years before I had an agency, loved it. Um, as a freelancer, you're one person or maybe you have an assistant. Um, you're typically the main point of contact. You typically do the bulk of the work as a freelancer, um, but you've got a lot of flexibility there. And then there's an in-house person. So you could hire someone specifically to work for you. This is an employee, whereas an agency and a freelancer, they're businesses or contractors. You could hire an in-house person, an employee to work for you on your social media. So let's talk about the kind of the pros and cons. If you're considering hiring an agency or a freelancer, typically you don't need to train them. Okay, so typically agencies and freelancers have some experience in the field. They have other clients. They have a niche. So for instance, we work most often with life coaches and thought leaders. So big personality brands who like to transform thought. That's where we have our little happy place. We do have a few clients who are outside of that scope, but typically that's who we work with. Okay, we don't need training. We have a very specific system in place. But what that means is... <laughs> We also aren't as flexible as an in-house person or a freelancer. So when you have an in-house person that you get to custom build whatever you want the strategy to look like, you can use your own tools, you can basically train that person up to be exactly who you want it to be. But there may be more training involved with an in-house person. But ultimately, if you find the right person, you could have them work for you for years and years and years, and they become your go-to person, right? In-house employee. Um, freelancer is kind of in the middle where they typically have a lot of tools and systems in place, but there's a little bit more flexibility with how they deliver the service, okay? With an in-house person, you will have to co-create the process. So you may not know um, kind of how to communicate or how to how they can get content from you or from the business. So this will be a co-created process. If you have a very custom business, I think an in-house person is fantastic. If you don't have the time to build out a process as well, an agency or a freelancer is a better option for you. Okay, so my agency, for instance, we use Slack for communication. We use Asana for project management. We use Airtable for content management. And we're very specific about how we use those things because it works really well for us. We produce amazing results for our clients and we're going to do this this way for everybody. <laughs> it's not very often that we make an exception. So it can be a little bit more rigid depending on what you're looking for. Some people need that rigidity um, and some people don't. And oftentimes with our agency, what we can do is um, as the business grows, you know, let's say it does become apparent that you need a full-time person, we will hand you over you know, what we've created so far. So that full-time person then can have a process that they can replicate over time and make tweaks to and adjust. So you don't have to choose one or the other for eternity. Let's say you want to start with an agency, work with an agency for one or two years as the business grows, and then eventually hire a full-time team. Okay. But because of that model, I will say this, as an agency or a freelancer, typically you have multiple businesses that you're working on. So the pro of that is that agencies and freelancers see a lot of different kinds of businesses, right? They see a full spectrum of what's working. But that also means they're not 100% dedicated to your business. I have other clients that I service. You know, At the time of recording this, we have 22 clients. So... If a client wants to have a call in the middle of the day and I'm already booked, I can't do anything about that. My hands are tied, right? Whereas an in-house person has your full focus. You are their only client, OK? 
Okay. So sometimes depending on the kind of scope and growth of your business, an in-house person may be better for you if you want 100% focus from a single person or a team of people. Uh, but because of that, I will say this, agencies and freelancers typically have a higher monetary investment. So you're paying for speed, you're paying for potentially multiple brains and specialties on the team. Um, you're paying for the years of experimentation that goes behind it. So agencies and freelancers tend to cost a little bit more for business owners over the long run. An in-house person, you're going to have to invest way more time. Um, there's a lot of time that goes into hiring an in-house person, uh, but it could potentially be a cost savings for you, especially if you can hire someone who can wear multiple hats. So maybe their social media and also customer service or front desk or something like that, that could work as well. But there's a lot more training involved. So when you think about outsourcing, there are a lot of options out there, whether you hire an agency, a freelancer, or an in-house person. I know that outsourcing uh, social media is oftentimes a really great move for a lot of businesses if you don't like it. So one of the things I say in the Savvy Social School is I want to get you to the point where you can outsource your social media. So we're going to get you started. We're going to get you going, help you build your business to the point where you can now have someone else do it. And with that, if you are looking for more support, uh, we do train social media managers and I want to give you access to them. So I'm putting a link with the show notes. Again, that's onlinedrea.com slash 162, where you'll find the link to this. But it's um, basically we want to help you hire a social media manager. These are usually freelancers and agencies that we work with. And um, you can fill out the form or you can look through the directory. And if you fill out the form, we'll send it out to our social media managers. If you look through the directory, you can reach out to someone individually. And these are amazing human beings who will help you with your social media. They'll help you get to that next level. I don't get any kickback for any of these referrals. I literally just want more people to hire social media managers because I think a lot of people try to do it on their own and they get very overwhelmed and they feel like they have to be all of the places and do all of the things. And you can hire someone to do that for you. So check out that link. It's onlinedrea.com slash hire dash a dash S M M hire a social media manager. And that link will be with the show notes. And with that, I'd love to know if you're actually going to hire someone. Send me a DM on Instagram at onlinedrea. Let's start the conversation. If you have any more questions about outsourcing your social media or hiring, I'd be happy to answer them. I'll see you on Instagram. That's all for today. Bye for now.